East and West with Mario and Les, with your hosts Leslie Russo and Mario Kiki. Hey, welcome to East and West with Mario and Les. I am your host, Les, and this is my co-host, Mario at Mario Kiki. <laughs> hey, what is going on? I am tired from a work week, but listen, I was thinking on my drive here, I was like, this is our first recap episode, and what a week we have chosen to dive into the world of recapping, because these two episodes that we're doing were dynamic explosive and delicious and i just can't wait to dissect every little detail how was your before we do that though how was your how was your thanksgiving may i ask it was nice um i don't remember if i said or not but we did it the day after thanksgiving because not we did talk about it we did talk about that um it was very nice we had a great time and how was yours it was good i think i did not i think i did a cousinsgiving and um (laughs) There was like 60 cousins. Shout out to my cousins for hosting us. My cousin Louie hosted us and uh-huh. we just all got together. And it's always nice to be around them, um, mainly because we only get together once a year. But no, I'm just kidding. No, but um, <laughs> it's always nice to see them. And we took a group picture and I, I it just makes me appreciate family. Um, and it's so cliche for me to say, but that's really what the holidays are all about. And I think that's it's true. Yeah. And, but it was nice. Uh, that was the highlight is just seeing all my cousins. I, I swear it was like 60 of us and that's, and it's a Mexican stereotype for me to say that not even half the cousins were invited, but it was just that's like, so funny. <laughs> yeah. I saw your Instagram. I was laughing just about how everybody, the times that everybody was coming in. Like, oh, yes. Yes. So funny. I, my cousin, my cousin's girlfriend, Jessica was like, oh, let me, or she did the TikTok editing because I'm out of touch. And so I don't know how right. to do a TikTok. I don't know how to do a TikTok to save my life. So we thought about that trend and I wasn't on that trend because I was there on time. You know, Virgos, we are there early or on time. Of course, of course. Exactly. So it started at four. It started at four. I got there at four on the dot. And so I wanted to shame everybody for being late, but uh, it was funny. I think everybody was a good sport about it. So it was great. Yeah, it was really cute. It was really cute. And I do not know how to do a TikTok either. I have tried. I, I just, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know why. I, you know, and I give credit to Ashley from Potomac because she stays recording those TikToks. Oh my and God. And they're good. <laughs> they are I don't good. Understand. But it's always hilarious to me to see like the behind the scenes of a TikToker because you obviously you put your phone down and then you step mm-hmm. back. I'm way too insecure to do that. Like, I don't like selfies from the beginning. Like I... I'll do a selfie, but I have control of the angle, the lighting, everything. Right. And and we're going to face tap. If you're in a picture with me, I will run it through face tap. That's just my, because listen. I do it too. I don't do it to the point where I look like I'm made of cotton balls, but you know, you got to, <laughs> you got to smooth some things over and you we know. are, we did not go to the Gretchen Rossi college of face. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I'm going to smooth my wrinkled forehead. I don't have a, I have a Wi-Fi signal up here. If I wrinkle this, look at this. I, I, I have full service internet up here, but listen, yeah, um, it's just, but yeah. So uh, I just, it was hilarious, but I think that uh, the TikToking is just not for me, but listen, if you like it, I love it. And I, I can spend a lot of time on TikTok, but I'm Oh, not, I like to watch. Yeah. yeah. I'm an funny. audience member. My mom loves it. My mom's phone was broken and she straight up said, give me a new phone. As long as it has TikTok, I'm good. That's I'm so like, funny. That's like, so nah. funny. Yeah. It takes very little. Yeah. And so this week we're going to start, it's our first recap episode, and I'm excited to jump in. The Mm -hmm. episode is season seven, episode nine, and it's titled Ambush in Paradise. The Bravo TV synopsis says, Karen and Mia struggle to recover after an explosive confrontation. When Candace is caught red-handed talking trash about the group to the public, Robin confronts the issue with the help of a special guest. Ashley brings a rumor about Karen to the table that gets a dramatic response. A night of drunken debauchery prompts the woman to open up as never before. Oh my God, that's such a great description because I am still shocked that we're still in Miami because I feel like we've been in Miami for half the season. But apparently no, but it was only the second night. Exactly. They open it up with night two in Miami. I, I felt like they've been there for like five days already, exactly. but they haven't. 
And yeah, and it's Karen's five nine. Every time Karen says it's my five nine birthday dinner, I'm like, she means fifty nine. And I keep thinking she's not five foot nine. But Leslie, you're from Miami. Where are they? Yes. Are they in a nice area? Is so it as I bad did as look up saying? the house. No, I did look up the house. It's um on one of the islands, like off of Miami Beach. So it's nice. Um, it's not like Star Island where Lisa Hochstein lives, but it's a nice area. It's a beautiful house. Um, I'm gonna look it up again for our next episode, and I'll I'll. I'll look it up like on the tax roll and find out the price of it and everything oh, like that. Yes. We you know, need the my Virgo detective Absolutely. ways. Um, yeah. And they're basically on, on South beach most of the time when they're out and about, but what I have to, I have to say on the last episode, they go to the beach that day. Okay. Now there are a million hotels on the beach where you can go for a beach day, cabana day, Maybe the other hotels didn't want them to film there, but that hotel they went to is so yeah. ratchet. It oh is, my God. We went there. Okay. So they started doing this thing, resort pass, and yeah. you go on this app and you can get a day pass for a pool, like on the beach. So I'm like, all right, let's do this. This is the first time I use it. And I go to that hotel and I'm not going to say the name because I don't want to be completely rude, that, but that person, oh yeah. my God, it's horrible. Horrible. Um, I'm so surprised that that's where they had them go that day. Well, listen, maybe maybe production doesn't pay for it because if Mia was bringing the bill, she's like, I'm gonna get something cheap because <laughs> I, don't even I, don't, I don't even like these women. And but I think it was interesting that the you know, the dinner started or the episode started at the dinner. They're doing Karen's birthday dinner and they were supposed to wear white. Now I yes. think Mia, I think Mia wore a pattern on her dress to the white party on purpose. Of course. Um, I'm like, girl, because she keeps saying, I'm not hosting, I'm not hosting, but then she still shows up. And I know. Which is like, oh well, maybe she yeah. doesn't, you know, she said I didn't have to do anything for her, but she's the one earlier in the day who was like, I'm not hosting your birthday dinner. And it's what's interesting is that Mia in her confessionals keep saying. I'm I'm here because I'm a good friend, but it's like, but you're going and you're there and you're being passive aggressive and yeah. you have a sh and you have a shitty attitude. So why are you really there? But ultimately, it was they did the fire show and then yes, at at this dinner, that's when Ashley said that her and Candy Ache need to chat and they <laughs> and they <laughs> and they bring up Chris's tweets where Chris mm -hmm. says that Ashley and Giselle are making stuff up and they're just coming for her. Mm -hmm. Now I, I literally rolled, I literally wrote down what Ashley said in her confessionals about, um, or I'm sorry, what Candace said about Ashley and um, Giselle okay. in her confessionals. She said, first we have forehead. <laughs> right. Forehead. And then I wrote it down too. And then dusty vagina. Dusty vagina. And then she said, long rolling hills of neck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Nobody, nobody makes me laugh like Candace in a confessional. And what's I love that the editors and this became a common theme. Mm -hmm. The editors did not stop flashing to Giselle's neck every time Candace referenced her yeah. Giselle's alleged long, messy neck or whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, these producers must know that the entertainment trumps loyalty because they are just blasting her <laughs> neck. They are just. <laughs> well, the but... editors on Potomac are like second to none. Just their little captions that they put on the screen. First, it was Karen's birthday. Then it was not Karen's birthday dinner. <laughs> then it was Karen's birthday dinner again. Like, it's hilarious. They're so funny. Mm. Shady. And then the dinner ends with, Candace going around saying literally to everyone, what's next? You got something? You mm -hmm. got something? You yep. And I, this is where my producer, because at this point, you know, me and you are seasoned in the world of these shows and we kind of know how it works behind the scenes. And I think that Candace not reacting is her strategic way to not give these girls a moment, to not give them like a fight, to not, yeah. because if you remember Candace season three, season four, she would have reacted. I mean, she threw the knife season four. Of course. And so I think at this point, she's more inclined to just restrain herself because she doesn't want to give them a moment. She doesn't want to cause a seat because she knows right, she's not taking the bait from them. Yes. And I think I'm like, oh my God, Candace has grown because she has grown up. Yes. It takes a lot of growth to do that. Now that said, the contradiction comes <laughs> that they I always love the big two hours later they flash because mm -hmm. it says two hours later and it says Candace goes on Instagram live 
And boy, did she go to Instagram live. <laughs> I mean, why do it then and there? No, I mean, especially if she did not want to take the bait from them, then exactly. she just ends up doing that. And she's got to know the next day somebody is going to say something to her. And this is my question, because if she went on Instagram live, I don't know which of the housewives are on social media enough to mm -hmm. see that to see that Candace was actually on Instagram live when it happened. So right. that's thinks, true. Me thinks a producer or somebody, mm -hmm. you know, these messy fans that we are probably told one of the housewives hey, Candace did an Instagram live and she annihilated all of you. Because I yep. don't believe that, even though it was funny the way Robin allegedly discovered it by taking a dump, um, <laughs> I don't believe she actually saw it live. I think somebody told her, so. Yeah, probably. I mean, they're like, they're always in, a, in their business and they're always trying to create, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but they're always, uh, you know, trying to create trouble between them, obviously. And I think it's interesting that the one that ends up bringing up the mess or the live is Robin because she's been so quiet or not even quiet it, compared to like Giselle and Ashley, even Karen Huger, like Robin has always been like the most restrained one. They I've seen tweets where they call her mm -hmm. sleepy eyes. So to see her take the initiative, I'm like, okay, she clocked in this season, but you know, we can't be mad at her for that. Right. But. And she also defends Candace. Usually she's, been on yes. her side so it was definitely strange to see her confront her with this exactly and so the next day after the second scene comes in and not a lot of happened in this scene it's just a lot of um that somebody reaches out to wendy um mm -hmm. and then sharice and candace are catching up and candace does not think that ashley's divorce is real and so i thought that was an interesting revelation because i don't think any of them had actually said that on the show um, or flat out uh, uh, alleged it like Candace did. Cherie said that she thought it was real, but Candace in her confessional said, why would I buy a house with someone I'm divorcing? Like, what are you really up to? Right. So, I mean, you have legal knowledge. What do you think? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't know what the laws are there, you know, as far as divorce goes and with kids. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe she wants to buy the house with him just so she can have a house to live in with her kids. Maybe he's not going to live there, but it seems strange to me. If I was divorcing my husband, I would be buying my own house. And the thing is that Ashley has hinted that she does it because she qualifies for a better loan or more money or something of that nature. Like the financial aspect mm -hmm. is what is what's keep it was having her do this. And so to me, I'm sitting there like, okay, does Michael Darby have that much money? Like, what is I? Because I've never looked at Darby and thought, oh, he's loaded. Um, what but, does he actually do? He had that restaurant, the Australian restaurant, which seemed odd to me. But and then they they got rid of that. What does he do for a living? Do I don't know. Even, I don't. It's never been clear to me what yeah. he ever like. I know they had that restaurant, but after that, I'm like, well, what else do you? I have do no that idea. Exactly. I'm going to Google while we're sitting here and look, because I'm actually very curious to know what he does. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I definitely wouldn't be buying a house with my ex-husband or Absolutely. my soon to be ex-husband. That doesn't just, make sense. It does not make sense to me either. And, uh, you know, the group gets, then gets divided. It's Candace and Robin and Ashley right. and Sharice in one van. And and it's Mia, <laughs> Car A and Cardi. Exactly. And it was hilarious to me that uh, Mia put Candace, Robin and Ashley together just because mm -hmm. she knows what's going on now. But can I we talk about that little boat? And <laughs> with the pedals and the, the like, crusty looking sandwiches i would be on this is where i related to robin like robin maybe got on my nerves a little bit but i was on her side i'm like you are gonna put me on a boat and i'm gonna have to pedal and i'm Wait. gonna eat i'm gonna eat gas station food like Ooh, come on strangers i know uh uh and then i'm not a good peddler i don't ride bikes because my booty crack be showing nobody needs to see that like i would have been so self-conscious and then they had a lug poor wendy into 
to the group. Like Wendy has been uh-huh. alienated this entire time. Right. I would have went back. If I was Wendy, I would have went back to my room and been like, you know what? You ain't going to take me out of my room to come pedal the bike or a boat or whatever. No doing. way. No way. I mean, you know, they were thinking like yacht, not, <laughs> not like pedal boat. I've never even seen those boats in Miami. So that's funny. I wonder where they were. Oh, it's, I would have been upset. But Wendy does show up. Robin is annoyed because she has to pedal that sad little boat. And right. But then this is where Ashley puts on her producer hat and she asks Robin about her wedding plans, which I thought was fascinating yes. because Ashley has, I'll bet you Ashley didn't even remember that Robin was getting married. So some producer must have been like, ask her about her wedding. Right. <laughs> but Robin being shady, Robin said uh-huh. he does not want to discuss her wedding around people who don't like her. And it was clearly a dig at Miss Little Wendy because Wendy is now there. And so. Right. Absolutely. Uh, all right. I found out what he does. Oh, what does he do? What, is Dar- so what does is Darby do? The principal and co-founder of Monument Realty in Washington, D.C. The company was founded in 1998 and has developed more than 6.5 million square feet of real estate. And he has a net worth of $20 million. Seriously? Did we know that? Is that accurate? This well, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm the, like, maybe who's... the maybe the net worth is wrong, but oh it it says it on several different Google. I'm gonna quote the here. the the proverb, who said that? Because <laughs> I do not remember ever reading that and you know what? For $20 million, though, I could see why Ashley put up with what she put up then. I mean, listen. Oh, for sure. I don't advocate being a trophy, whatever. But if if you like it, I love it. And if my man wants to cheat on me, but he has $20 million. Then... Well, let's be honest. She wanted those babies. True. She wanted the 18 years of child support, like Mia said a few episodes back. <laughs> Absolutely. And she wanted kids and she had them. And now she's done with him, which is probably smart if she's actually done with him. If she's actually done with him, which is, I mean, we did get the mid-season trailer and in the mid-season trailer, she does tell her brother like, oh, well, or uncle, she's like, oh, Mm -hmm. I still have romantic feelings for him, but I've never understood that relationship. I, it's not, he looks like the Crypt Keeper. And that's, and that's an insult to the Crypt Keeper because at least the Crypt Keeper, (laughs) at least the Crypt Keeper has fans. And this man is just, (laughs) not only is he not, you know attractive which is you know no shade i know what i look like but no it's uh, that's fine but he's also a dick exactly and that's like dude like on top of like being if listen only pretty people can be jerks and that's why you're a big jerk leslie because you get away with (laughs) (laughs) such a bitch you're such a bitch but once they get back i'm okay with it and you know what we love it i love it i love it but um Robin ends up telling Giselle about Candace's Instagram live. And my favorite quote was from Candace's Instagram live. And she says, none of these bitches are real. They're all fake. No one's loyal. Everyone is out for themselves trying to panhandle. (laughs) She said panhandle their little business. I'm sorry. That made panhandle. I, I started laughing so hard because to describe the housewives as trying to panhandle their little business. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, I started thinking, well, how many products are there in the world of housewives? Because, oh boy, Lord Jesus, like it has just been a how lot. Many pro- but- how many products alone has Ramona had? For it's- God's sake. Oh, for God's, none of them. Like she's a product in herself. But I think that, <laughs> I think back to True Faith and, oh, Zarin Fabrics. I'll, I'll say Zarin Fabrics for Justin because we know Justin loves Zarin Fabrics. But true renewal skincare. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna bring up an old wound here, but I would have bought a Sonia Morgan toaster. I really yeah, I probably would have too. I because that's actually something I would have used. Most of the products these women pedal, I don't really have a use for. But no. a toaster I would have used. Like that would have been mm-hmm. uh, for me. But I mean, we definitely have a use for like the liquor, but it's all terrible. I mean, it's yeah, not good. Exactly. Skinny girl right. is like, sorry, not good. I mean, it's high, but the wine. The- I only tried the wine and it was just awful. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah. a lot. 
But I kind of saw where Robin was coming from and being upset at Candace because she initially was supporting Chris when the season started. And now she felt like Candace was talking about her. But I think Agreed. that Robin, I think that Robin forgot that Candace was coming, speaking from the present, not overall. You know what I mean? And so exactly. I think Candace was upset and dramatic and rightfully so. But I think Candace should not speak in absolutes and say everyone and all of the like. Right. When, that was her mistake because Robin ended up taking it personal. And I think if if Candace is about that life, and I know she is, I love Candace, she should have mm-hmm. name dropped and she said, said Ashley is, Giselle is, because that's right. who she, that's who she Yeah, because she about. grouped them all in together and that's that wasn't the right thing to do. Yeah, it's interesting. And, and and so Robin, I think, was more upset because she had some loyalty to Candace. And now because mm-hmm. of Candace's IG, she's like, all right, the scene was, or the war was declared. And yeah. What I get annoyed at is that Candace asked Mia if Wendy can come to dinner and Mia controlling ass keeps saying mm-hmm. no. Right. I do not I do not like when the women have that much power or they alienate. Like this is an ensemble. I don't show. either. It's an it, ensemble show, exactly. It is an ensemble show. Get it together and fight. Like that's what we're looking for yeah. here. So, I And do they're not- on a group trip. Everybody should be able to be participate in everything. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, and that's why I don't like this divide because other cities do this too, but Potomac Mm -hmm. was always good at keeping it together and everybody together and just moving on. And so the fact that they're giving Mia um, that much power because it's allegedly her trip, like stop calling it. Like we know. Come on. Like at this point we are 16 years into the franchise. We know that these trips are planned before. We know production yeah. has to clear everything. No, but this, this isn't nobody's trip, like production's trip. And they should be telling Mia, like, let the bitch come. Like, she's going to come. <laughs> like, right. She is, she's going to come because she's a cast member. <laughs> like, they don't just walk into a restaurant and start filming. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, this is all planned out. It just seems ridiculous when they try and alienate. Yeah. And so um, in the car... Mm-hmm. Mia, dis- Mia discusses, and I didn't get the detail, but mm-hmm. she discusses that she once shared a man with Jacqueline so she could see what she was missing. And Jacqueline said that she's never had better after Mia. Sh- I- was that her man or-, or her current man or somebody else? I, I don't know. I don't she- know. She was telling the girls in the car like, oh, I let her have a, a round with my man. And I'm paraphrasing. And but so she could see what she was missing and and she hasn't had better sex since then. And I'm like, okay, that's gross. Oh my God. Yeah. I want to know if it's her current husband. I, I don't think. It, well, ugh, I don't ugh, know. That, that's my yeah. inner Virgo being a prude because I'm like, girl, boundaries are crossed. Like if you're, I'm not going to share. Like, like uh, no, uh-uh. no, we're not sharing dick no like way. that. Like Mm-mm. unless, unless we're drunk or with flow, <laughs> shout out to flow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just sitting there like, oh my God, like that is just, I cannot imagine telling my friend or because they've been best friends for 20 years. Like, go, you can, you can have sex with my husband or whoever just, ugh. And I'm surprised. And these women in the car didn't even react. They're just like, oh, okay. Like, I know. Just like it was an everyday occurrence. And what I was laughing at is as they're walking in the restaurant, I started to wonder because, you know, they released a preview, but I started wondering, like, do we think Robin has the speaker like in her purse? Is it in the like, is it in the kitchen? Like, where right. is it? where is it? Does the producer have it and they're handing it to her? Is it under the table, under her I chair? Because these are the stupid details that I obsess over because I'm oh, like, oh, too. my God, like, yeah. like, where? the logistics of it all like she's gonna pull out the purse later or the speaker later like where is it so where is it exactly exactly but it was just hilarious and then ashley being ashley Uh sneaks away and decides to call dr wendy behind everyone's back to join him for this dinner my viewer side was like yes do it call her get her here of course Mia then feels that Ashley's a disrespectful little brat. And I'm like, oh God, like, here we go. And it's just, it was hilarious. But, and then Ashley calls Mia a bully. Now. Oh, that word is so overused with these women, all of them. 
they all across all cities when they say the word bully i'm like are we really using the word bully like do we know what it's, I, know. I don't i don't know i there's a lot of people on twitter that agree with the word bully and i'm like really these are willing participants and nobody's i don't know but yeah nobody's forcing them to be there they all give as good as they get i mean they wouldn't be on the show if they didn't there's got to be some drama there's got to be some pushing but bullying i i feel it's a little overused and what i thought was funny is that um when mia and ashley were going back and forth candace asked jacqueline who's mia's friend aren't you going to jump in? You always want to sit there and jump in and defend your friend. And Jack, Jacqueline tells Candace, just keep sitting there. And Candace says, I'm sitting, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I do love myself some Candace. She cracks you know, me up. Candace has had a wonderful season this year. I think she has redeemed herself from years past because it feels very clear to me that this whole attack on her marriage is premeditated. And mm -hmm. It's not, I don't know if Giselle was just not focused this season because usually she's good at slithering her way into a storyline, but this year it felt very obvious what she was yeah, doing. Yeah, it felt forced. I'm like, me. this is, feels very forced, but what, you know, Wendy ends up showing up and this didn't feel forced, but even though Wendy is a talking head and, you know, she's a professor, she's very educated, mm -hmm. she it felt very PC for her to say that she takes accountability for hurting Mia and she right. apologizes to Mia for escalating the evening, but Mia doesn't even react to her. And I'm like, Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Like, I like know. Girl, this is the moment where we could like move on and finish the season in a better note between the right. two. Cause at this point, both of them, even though they don't see it, if they were intelligent, <laughs> <laughs> um, and if they were well versed in the housewife strategy, mm -hmm. both both of them are sitting on an island by themselves because I don't think Mia has right. an I don't think Mia has an actual friend in the cast. No way. And, and Doctor Wendy has been away for days at this point, so it's like if y'all sat there and apologized to each other, y'all could join forces and get it together and right. team against you know thing one and thing two over there and just. <laughs> because <laughs> you know the green bandits are loyal to the end and good for them but i'm like girl i know they both don't have an alliance on these shows because these shows become very alliance heavy and it's just interesting that they don't see that because they're so caught up in trying to tear each other down i know that's true that is true they could they could band together but i don't think they will no they don't like each other and uh -uh. it's just unfortunate but you know, dinner arrives and Miss Robin decides to bust out the the speaker and she mm -hmm. calls it an extremely insightful moment. Um, <laughs> Robin, Qu Queen Karen Huger cracked me up because she says, Robin has gone tech. <laughs> I love Karen. She's so funny. And then she played the live and I'm just sitting there like, I don't know. Now, Ashley said she did feel ambush, which it was an ambush. Like, let's call mm -hmm. it what it is. But I, I don't know if I would have sat there and just, if I, oh, like I was uncomfortable at home. I was sitting there like, oh my God. Wait, like, Ashley or Candace felt ambush? Or I'm sorry. Candace, Candace right? Candace, okay. Because I was like, wait a second. Sorry, sorry. Cand right. Candace. I wouldn't have sat there. I, I was so uncomfortable watching Candace just sit there as they're playing what she said. Like, cause she mm -hmm. was saying some mean stuff. And I know. But at the same time, Candace is now a seasoned housewife enough to know that Robin was looking for a moment. So I always try to, True. you know, compartmentalize my feelings and be like, okay, this isn't, if it was real life, Candace would have probably got up and left, but she has to sit there. And, yeah. but Candace said she stood by what she said and she told, now she did look at Robin and said, you were the only person that was loyal until now. But I'm like, no, I think you're full of shit. I think that you're just saying that because she's playing it. And right. But she did tell Ashley and Giselle that they're disloyal and shady. And I'm like, well, that's true. Like, we know that to be true. Like, we've of been course. watching. We've been watching this show for seven seasons. A long time. Right. Yeah. And yeah. so. But the dinner just kept going. And Ashley. It was interesting because Candace tells Karen mm -hmm. that, that her lie wasn't applicable to her. And that's when Ashley tells Karen, well, Candace said that you're dating other men. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. 
I know. And Karen did look visibly hurt. Um, she definitely did. Yeah. They sh- they show that flashback a few episodes of the one <laughs> half a scene we got of Candace and Ashley being friends. Um, right. And Two but what's what Candace said was what Cherie said in season three. So right, this not is like, nothing new. It's nothing new, but the way Ashley delivered it was. Mm-hmm. To make it worse, to make Candace look worse. And, you know, Karen storms out, but I like Shady Giselle. She said, well, Giselle, she said, Karen didn't deny it. She just said she's upset. (laughs) (laughs) I know that cracked me up. And that is true. I mean, what do you think? I don't know. I don't, I don't think Karen would be silly enough to cheat on her man now that she's because you know she knows she's famous in her head she's super famous right I mean but what's interesting when these wives get caught up in attacking each other's marriages is that there's never the only time there's been proof it's when Ashley Darby's husband got caught up and that man has been caught up a lot grabbing butt season one the hotel in season three or four like there's been pictures those photos oh and so that's why like I don't know and I know that we're going to get more of this um on Karen's marriage later in the season because of the mid-season trailer but right I I don't think Karen would do that to good old Ray but listen I maybe I I'm gonna admit my bias I love Karen so I know so do I I'm not sure she would do it because she is in the public eye and I feel she would get found out Exactly. And so it's like, yeah, 90% of the country doesn't know who um, these women are. But listen, the 10% is a 10%. And we Housewife fans are insane. Like we will follow. Yeah, of course. We will spread the gossip. Like, (laughs) and if I saw Karen with another man, I love her, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get my tweets on. Of course. (laughs) I mean, come on now. Oh, good Lord. That's a scoop. That is a good scoop. And then what I, I did like the club scene because the episode ends with the club scene and mm-hmm. it looked nice that they were camera free. And I think that's when the women were uh, themselves to the fullest. Yes, no, I agree. There's, there's no cameras and there are even Wendy and Robin had a little moment. And mm-hmm. so I think I appreciated that part. I'm like, okay, you guys are like on your break and just having. Yeah, there's no agenda there. Exactly. But on the way home. I the alcohol must have hit Miss Candace because Ashley being Ashley, she put her phone and she started recording. I got um, Heather Dubrow flashbacks from the Orange County when she secretly recorded Kelly Dodd's meltdown in Ireland because- Oh boy. <laughs> that was insanity. But see, this is what I, um, what I like is that Ashley did that because now we have evidence to see it. Because, yep. you know, Beverly Hills, nobody was- had the wherewithal to record secretly Kathy Hilton. Right, exactly. I know. So now we have audio and in the audio, Candace is just yelling at Robin saying, and what I liked about, or what I found interesting about the audio is that Candace kept screaming and I thought we were real friends. I thought we were like in real life. And I'm like, oh, so y'all are talking about the show. So Mm. they broke that wall down. Mm Mm-hmm. So that was where the episode ended and we got the mid-season trailer. I This episode I was chaotic. It was interesting to see that Wendy was still there. Um, I started thinking, I'm like, well, did she not leave because she wants to film? And she, she do they get paid for filming? Like, what is the pay structure here? Yeah, I, I wonder. I would have went home. <laughs> I know. I think I would have went home too, but she probably contractually has to be there. You know, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know. Exactly. That was and a yeah. She probably gets paid, you know, the more she films. So, mm-hmm. and you, you know, she wants to open that Nigerian restaurant with uh, Peter <laughs> Thomas, so she needs that money for that. So he's like, "Damn, I can't go home because I gotta get my coins in." But listen, I respect the hustle. But <laughs> you know, she found a, she found a hotel pretty quickly. Miss Sharice uh, could just grin and bear it at this Airbnb. But yeah, um, it was just interesting <laughs> that she was still there. So. I am curious to see where we're going to go this season with the relationships are all over the place. And 
the only ones that are still loyal to each other are Giselle and Robin, but that's been a consistent for Yeah, that's years. been for years. And what do you think about Robin and Juan? I mean, are they ever going to remarry? I don't think so. Well, Andy Cohen said on the show that it's not addressed. They don't get married this season. So he's like, when are they getting married? Right. When so when's it going to be? Yeah. I have no, I've seen, I've seen things online to quote Kyle Richards. <laughs> uh, the- I've seen things online. I've seen things online. And some people have <laughs> said stuff about Juan that he's not biz like she Robin won't marry him because of like his business dealings mm-hmm. and like, you know, it's not financially stable. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff out there. He doesn't seem very good with money. I'm not one to gossip, but there's a lot of stuff out there. If y'all Google Juan Dixon, please do so because there was a juicy article that came out that nobody really talked about. It didn't go mainstream. But it was pretty salacious and scandalous if it was true. And it sort of just went away. So that's all I'll say. I'll, when I'll was just... that? And what did it say? I don't, I'll have to Google it. I don't uh, remember. I ain't trying to get sued for slander, but yeah, I okay, will. Let's not go there. That's I sure. will. The, y'all can Google that article. Yes, was, I will was, do that as well. It was pretty bad, but that's all I have for Potomac. Do you have any final thoughts on Potomac? Yeah, no, I'm just anxious to see if they actually go home next week from Miami. <laughs> like, are they still going to be there? Day two and a half. That's Day what I'm starting. Exactly. Like, good <laughs> Lord. God, go home. All right. Well, let's take You're a right. little break and then we will come back and dive deep into Salt Lake City. Yes, we will. We will be back in a moment. Holla. looking for an alternative to low-quality store-bought dog treats? I know I was because traditional dog treats are packed with fillers and preservatives, both of which are unhealthy for your dog. I started feeding my dogs fresh human-grade food and they could no longer tolerate any grocery store treats. So I decided to make my own and that's when Three Sisters Bakery was born. Our treats are all natural, organic, and filled with healthy, fresh ingredients for your best friend. Your bestie deserves so much better. So visit us on Instagram at Three Sisters Bakery One. We ship anywhere in the U.S. and deliver locally in Miami. It's easy to order. Just send us a DM at Three Sisters Bakery One. Okay, we are back. And let's talk about uh, Salt Lake City. I know it's episode 10. What was the name of this episode? It's- this one is called High Heels in the High Seas. The, yeah. The chaos. I, the... I was horrified at many, many oh, things on this episode. There, it says, BravoTV.com synopsis says, the chaos on the high seas continues as designer shoes end up overboard. Pushed to her limit, Lisa reconsiders her friendship with Jen. Back at the house, the ladies get ready for a luau dinner, but tension come to an all-time high when the women throw shots at an ish- and issue ultimatums to each other. Good lord, this episode was... Oh, ex- oh my god. It was exhausting in a good way. I... Yeah. I called my I called my therapist for an emergency appointment. I <laughs> I was like, listen, and now my therapist doesn't know that I don't actually know these women. So when I sit in my sessions and I'm like, <sighs> well, Heather Heather said that Angie said, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, can we talk about the fact that Jen can dish it out but can never take it and can never see what it is she's doing, but yet it's all about her. I all don't of the understand. time, and this is the problem because. When Angie K clocked in last week, and I know we didn't recap last week, but when Angie K clocked in on the and that those damn sprinter bus last week, uh-huh. she laid into her, rightfully so, because Jen mm-hmm. put the wine on her glass and right. or pointed the wine on her head. Right. And Angie K wasn't coming for um Jen by defending herself. Like she was calling her out by by saying you're that was fucked up. You know what I right. mean? And on her so, bad behavior. Right. Exactly. So this whole idea. And then we start on the boat and Heather tells Jen on the boat that Barlow didn't, quote, stand up for her when Angie K was coming for. I'm like, nobody was coming for Jen. Like what no. Angie K did was rational reaction to throwing. Some Absolutely. Shit on her. So she had every right to defend herself. And I have to just point out that she was serving more housewife to me than friend of. Exactly. Like she really That's- earned her. 
she sat there and spot she, last week she she earned that little snowflake and she's mm-hmm. like but she sat there and she got her together and it was and the fact that you know silence speaks loudly sometimes nobody defended jen on the spot they all waited to be separated from angie k to be like oh that was right. mean that was messed up what i did like is that and <laughs> angie k is now saying that she was conned into paying for the event and she knows damn <laughs> she knows damn well jen is going to jail for conning people right so the word that she kept using the word conned and i thought that was hilarious so very for those funny who, yeah so but what's interesting is that angie k is saying i paid for this i paid for this event and i'm like well yeah you did it because you wanted to be on the show but they can't say that you know what i mean so they right, can't exactly. say and i i know jen would want to say well bitch you wanted to be on the show so yeah you're going to pay for the of course but they can't <laughs> say that even though we all know it it, know. it can't be you know put exactly. into words so, and then dana is doing the rookie rational housewife mistake and she just is wondering why don't people stand up to the OG and why is everybody just pretending this behavior is normal? I'm like, girl, do you know how these women work? Like mm-hmm. you have to, you have to be strategic, but you know, kudos to Dana for trying to make it rational, but no, for sure, for sure. Um, What I don't understand also is that Angie points out that Jen has just recently become toxic just recently. Where has she been? I mean, <laughs> she's known her for however long. I mean, they've been friends. Like she's been toxic since like scene one, episode one. Episode one. You uh, smell like hospital. Or yeah. you know, I miss Mary Cosby. But she has been toxic for as That's long. Just I her. Mean, this is just her personality, and Jen uh-huh. is like. I, I don't know if they're if she's ever gotten physical and you know allegedly I'm just gonna throw that out there don't sue me but I don't know like she why poked there... Lisa Barlow in this episode exactly like why are they so <laughs> afraid of her and listen if you're a future convicted felon yeah you might be scared of them too so I get both lenses um, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand and you know Meredith is the CEO of Fun uh, no oh please no. She is the CEO of No Reaction, and yeah, you know, I, just, I, she's an void. attorney by she's an attorney, not void. She's an attorney by <laughs> trade, but that she has a good poker face because she yes. doesn't react and she doesn't react usually. But um, she's not the CEO of Fun, but no, Mm-mm. and but then the, all the group gets together on the boat and they're drinking and dancing and acting like they just weren't all talking about each other. And this is where. Barlow, I keep saying Barlow because there's so many Lisas, but Barlow says to Jen, like, hey, you're acting like you're mad at me. Now, mm-hmm. this is where Heather Gay was the little chess puppet master in the back because she put it in Jen's head saying Heather or Lisa didn't defend you. Lisa Barlow did not defend you. And so that got Jen all worked up. And mm-hmm. this is where I got upset at Heather because she's making me be on Lisa Barlow's side. And I don't really like Lisa Barlow. Yeah, Heather. Her- Heather's a troublemaker this season, big time. And I just have to ask one quick question. What in God's name was Lisa Barlow wearing on this boat? It was like a leather bodysuit because I think Your I have ugly leather similar. Pants. And some pants and a belt and those shoes to go boating? What I don't understand. I, I was offended by her look. I think the Coast Guard was wondering what the hell was on the boat. <laughs> It was just a lot. and But Barlow and Jen go at it back and forth. And Mm -hmm. I knew we were in for a crazy episode because this was just the opening scene. Like that scene could have been an ending scene last week. But no, as we progress, I was like, oh my God. Jen, that's when I did see Jen shove Lisa Barlow, which was a lot. Uh And she grabs that sad little carrot tray. The crudite. (laughs) (laughs) She calls it a charcuterie, but it's a crudite. Actually, Stitches it off the boat. Yeah. She those poor little carrots. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't like when people waste food like that. I know. I know. I mean, but then worse, the shoes. Oh she throws their shoes. I mean, and these are not like some payless, you know, and if you shop at Payless, that's great. I'm no offense to anybody, but these are like twelve hundred dollar shoes that she's tossing into the Pacific Ocean. And you know you know housewives be renting shit. So (laughs) 
that's where my brain went. I'm like, oh my God, most of these housewives be renting stuff. What if somebody's uh-huh. rented, rented shoes are now floating in the ocean? Oh my God. And they didn't get, they're not going to get their deposit back. Like it is just. Oh fast. boy. But the fact that Jen and Lisa Barlow's argument is juxtaposed with Whitney and Dana twerking, they're so clueless in the back, just twerking, <laughs> making, maximizing their time on this boat. And it would just kept going. But then Heather says, that Angie K ambushed Jen in the bus. And I'm like, that is not what happened. That's like, that not is true. Not- <laughs> no. I, 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 and that's where I'm with Whitney on this one. I do not understand Heather and Jen's relationship. Like, I don't get Me neither. Whole- All she does is say, oh, our friend is going through such a hard time. Your friend is going through such a hard time because she conned old people and others out of money. She's not, that's not a, that's a hard time for them, not her. Not her. And we don't even have to say allegedly because Jen Shaw has pleaded guilty. So exactly. This yeah, is we're not getting she, sued. This is what she did. It's like, mm-hmm. girl. And so it reminded me of a different housewife who also went away when always she says, I went through this, I went through, I'm like, you broke the law and you pled guilty. So you didn't go so through this some, is what happens, right? You didn't go through some big adversity. Like you put yourself in a terrible situation you paid your right. society but it is right what it is. and so absolutely shout out to meredith for in her confessional at least saying um to whitney i'm not going to listen to you little girl and they show the flashback of mary that Cosby was funny saying, yeah little, that was funny little girl that was some good comic relief that was, it was much needed but the comic relief that i thought was hilarious was lisa's reaction when she heard they throw shoes in the water because she re- <laughs> she she reacted like you just told her you throw your kid in the water. She plopped up and ran and was like, oh, those shoes are hard to get. Oh, I would have too. <laughs> oh, I can listen. definitely relate oh, to that one. My, I, I'm not a shoe girl. I don't even like when they showed the shoes and the price tag. That's why I love Bravo because I'm like, okay, they're <laughs> educating us. She Absolutely. ran. She was like, oh my God, I need to get those shoes. And that's where I thought, okay, maybe her shoes are rented. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe that's why she needed them oh god it was hilarious but i we go to commercial break and come back and i literally gasp because they're like san diego night one i'm like how long have we been oh here oh my is, god you're right it is night one night like, one. Oh my god like i want to know why they didn't go to hawaii because that's domestic like why aren't we in hawaii i know i i didn't understand why or even just la Mm. would have maybe been a little more exciting for them. I felt like they were like bored. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens next week. But I mean, I just, I wasn't loving the San Diego trip for them. No, I mean, the fire dancers were great. It was a great culture moment. And yeah, that was good. I started laughing when Heather said that the strippers that showed up reminded her of the agents when Jen got raided. Oh boy, I know. See, that's when Heather's shady, because, you know, a comment like that would piss off Jen. Of course. But, you know, the strippers were hot and I was ready and I got Heather Dubrow flashback. She's been in my brain twice now. (laughs) But Heather Dubrow, remember in Mexico and Orange County season eight? Oh, my God. She put on gloves, hand sanitizer. She's like, I'm not doing this. And then that episode was hysterical. Tamara. (laughs) <laughs> exactly they were avoiding those strippers and so that's when Whitney became my spirit animal and mm-hmm. she's like I want to dance because I'm like listen if I'm around some hot male strippers and they're willing to dance for my ass listen Why I not? am let me just sit back close my eyes and whatever happens happens <laughs> <laughs> oh man but, but after the strippers leave now see this is see last week Angie K you know performed good and this week it's Dana because she says we need to address the off energy, and I'm like the, the I'm like bitch the energy's off because you guys all hate each other like that's right. really what's going on <laughs> right right I know so, I don't understand the relationship between Meredith and Jen either and I don't understand oh. why they're both so far up her ass I I don't get it now this is what's interesting about Salt Lake City is that season three we're in season three but it premiered in 2020 uh-huh. now by by 2020 we had a, over a decade of housewives and right. so these girls they remind me of like they're acting like how they expect housewives should act you know what i mean like they know right. they're 
because they're very well versed. Like they've all said they were fans of the series or the franchise. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason Meredith aligned herself with Jen is because she knew she needed an alliance after Lisa Barlow's hot mic moment. That's and true. So, so somebody I strong think, too. Ex- exactly. And so the women are very inclined to fake it for the show because they know that this is like the hunger games and we need alliances and we that's why lisa and whitney became friends it's like because they thought i thought they hated each other but they see the audience reaction and whitney's you know she might seem airheaded but lisa barlow has a lot of people that like her i'm on and off Mm -hmm. on her but lisa barlow does have a lot of people that like her on twitter even and so whitney saw like hey people like her i need people to like me let me get a little let me let me she get jumped a line on that her. train. Yep. Yeah. But this dinner was not good on Heather. I don't think the dinner was good for Heather. Uh-uh. Like the way that um, Heather defended Angie H. Okay. And first of all, we need another name for Angie H. Because we have Angie K, Angie H. Let's just. It's too many Angies. There's too many Angies. So I'll just call her the other one. So <laughs> the other one says on the flashback that her PR people didn't let her post an apology right. for Jen. Why the hell does the other one have an apology, like a PR people? I, I, that's what I was wondering too. Now, lawyer, I understand when she said lawyer, but then when she added in PR, I was like, for what? <laughs> Your husband's over there making like fake Instagram accounts, but you have PR people? Like, I, I <laughs> it just doesn't add that up is, to me. To me, it's like you are very rich if you have the finances to have a PR person when don't nobody knows your name and some some non-podcaster Mario or podcaster Mario with the second episode is calling you the other one right exactly like girl get it together I know and she had her opportunity too last year and this year no but the the tide started turning because Angie K says mm-hmm. that Heather has not been a good friend to Jen and everybody it sort of became how Heather has been a bad friend and I'm like right. oh my god like this dinner was mainly about Dana saying the energy was off and how Jen's a bad friend but now we're focused on well Heather's actually not been a good friend and right. that's when Barlow brings up the receipts and throws um Heather under the bus and says or throws Jen under the bus and says well you've said that Heather's not your friend all the time Right. And I'm glad they played those flashbacks because I didn't remember that scene of Jen. Neither saying, did I. Yeah. Uh, they flashback to the scene of Jen saying that, oh, well, Heather's only my friend 60% of the time and she's unsure about the rest. But then, you know, Jen confronts Heather about her loyalty to the other one. And she just, Heather is proud in her convictions. And she's like, yeah, I'm not going to choose. I'm, you know, I'm not going to stop being her friend and she's my friend. Right. And I'm just like, whoa. And that's when Jen loses it again. Again. (laughs) When doesn't she? And that's, I think that's why they're afraid of her because she's, you just never know when she's going to snap. Yeah, she's unpredictable. And Lisa Barlow had a good little line. And she's like, if there was mean 101, Jen Shaw would be the professor. Uh huh. And then um, Barlow does bring up the fact that Jen was, you know, went off on her on the boat, but Jen was just playing the Lisa Rinna amnesia card. And she's like, I don't remember. What are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I don't. And so. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, but then in her confessionals, you know, it'd be different if Meredith in real time was saying like, Jen's going through a lot you know she's coping weirdly but she's mm-hmm. waiting for her confessionals to say that well Jen's behavior is concerning and it's like by this point you know what happened like at this point you know you didn't stand up for the correct side so mm-hmm. I think Meredith is playing smart for the audience and saying that she's allegedly concerned about Jen's behavior when because she probably regrets not calling out her concerned behavior in right. real time you know what I mean so she should yeah. have called it out in person at the in real time definitely Meredith is waiting for the confessionals to say oh she's reacting it's so concerning and it's like girl you don't care she doesn't but, care at all and you know. she's not gonna say it in real time well because she don't want the wrath of Jen which oh hell about. no who does exactly and you know it's interesting and heather tells jen that she's still going to be friends with angie h and it's too bad if jen doesn't like <laughs> right 
It's too bad. And I'm like, ooh. And so then Angie, I thought it was funny when Jen yells out, everybody here is friends with Angie H, the other one. And you could hear Barlow just whisper, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not. But Jen expects all this ride or die loyalty, blind loyalty. And yeah. I mean, I don't understand the logic behind someone who's going to prison. I mean, at this point, I have to remember that in real time, she hadn't pled guilty yet. She hadn't yet. pled yet, right. So that's why she probably was deluded to think that she wasn't going to prison. But I don't know. I think I would have bigger fish to fry than to worry about. But maybe this is just her escapism like it is my Right. Escapism. It's her way so, of, you know, it's her distraction from yeah. not thinking about being in jail. Which and her and then her sentencing keeps getting pushed off. I think it's now pushed off to January. It was yeah, supposed to be December fifteenth. I know. I have it on my I was calendar. Waiting. I'm like, I'm trying. I know. To. <laughs> I was waiting. Listen, I don't have family members' birthdays on my calendar, but I have Jen Shaw's sentencing date on my calendar. Of course. Like, and when she first got indicted, I w- I listened to that Zoom hearing. You couldn't I see, but you- I went on and I listened to the hearing. I took notes. Child. Mm-hmm. we appreciate the notes yep. heather ends the dinner by being dramatic like i would be and says go find yourself another heather gay i yeah. know <laughs> and i'm like but when he was good for a laugh because it was really uh-huh. awkward and meredith says you are not or i'm sorry whitney says meredith you are not the ceo of fun <laughs> which i thought was a good icebreaker because i don't know how would you move on from something so dramatic i, and ch- I like, don't know yeah and listen it if this episode sounds like the recap sounds like it's all over the place, it's because this episode was all over the place. Was all it, over the place. Yeah. It was just insane. And next week we get the black eye that Heather Gay had. Like it. Oh, I don't think I watched the coming attractions. Oh, I, the coming attractions has her opening the door and then they show Heather revealing the black big eye. black eye. And I'm just like, who in the hell? Gave yeah, her how did she get this the big black eye. and i'm like very interesting to see if we'll even, if we're even going to find out at this point because i'm like hmm. yeah i don't know and you know her and whitney they're just not good though their friendship no they're they're not good even at BravoCon, they were still yeah, um they weren't really speaking they were not speaking and i pulled up some um fan thoughts and my favorite tweet one of my favorite tweets was from at adru underscore six at drew six and she said Mm -hmm. why are these women fighting over jen shaw instead of fighting jen shaw (laughs) thank you and i'm like thank you like oh my god she doesn't deserve to be fought over Exactly. And then at mainly Raven, I wonder if Jen is going to keep that same finger pointing in people's faces energy when she's in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with that. Oh, God. And then uh, those were just two tweets that I bookmarked because I thought they were hilarious. But oh, good Lord. Too funny. Yeah, so it was I started watching Miami today. I know we're not going to recap. I did start watching. I've watched the first two episodes. I've been seeing clips online and I, the clip I saw was Larsa telling um, Lisa that she had a mortgage payment. That is the richest argument I have ever heard. (laughs) If to tell somebody you have a mortgage payment as an insult, that is like vintage housewife arguments where I'm like, oh my God. And that's why people do not need to sleep on Miami because it's hilarious. It's petty. Oh, Miami is so good. It's so good. The first two episodes have been great. As soon as we're done here, I'm going to go watch the third and fourth. I love it. No, I love it. We should totally bring Flo on because he's the Miami super fan in our thread. And he can give us his feedback and commentary. And, but I seen that one and I just started laughing because Larsa said, and to me, I didn't even realize that was an insult when she said, well, I heard, you know, you have a mortgage. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, oh that's the end. Like, and you'll Lisa see was why like, I won't ruin it for you, but you'll, you'll see why and how that unfolds. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. I'm excited. And you know, oh boy. Uh, my compassionate side does feel bad for anybody's marriage that falls apart. But as a viewer, I can't wait to see it all unfold. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I know. Me, too. I do feel terrible for her. But yeah. when you see, like, what's going on, 
you're going to die. Like it's, oh it's so entertaining and I feel Ugh. so bad saying that, but it's just, you just well, want to eat it up. Listen, these women put their lives out there for us to dissect and right. that includes the good, bad and ugly. And there's been some ugly. So it's Lisa, oh, yeah. it's Lisa Hochstein's turn to be ugly because it's, uh, it's pretty messy. So, oh, it's so messy. He is well, just a real piece of work. Oh, I know it's uh, unfortunate and, uh, but you know, I can't wait to eat it all up. Like you said. Oh yeah. I am here for every second of that. I love it. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our first official recap. Yeah. We are going to bring you these as much as we can for you. We'll keep watching these women live their life. You know, these shows are ridiculous. I am very aware, but we love it. And I love talk. I love that Leslie and me have connected to talk about it for your entertainment. So fun. And you know, next week I'm gonna try and bring you a little housewives gossip as well. Ah! Do oh, a little yeah. research and see what's going on. I did see uh, on Twitter today. Did you happen to see that uh video of Taylor? No, I didn't. Oh my oh, god. Oh boy. The, she's uh, at some she's at the jingle ball. Just look that up on Twitter. Do yourself a favor, <laughs> and then next week we'll. I want you to report back to me on what you think of that because exactly oh boy. This, this our show's going to progress and change so we will bring you gossip and shade and everything we say is all alleged. <laughs> yes, it's all alleged. We have no idea. <laughs> but we are a public service and we will spread the gossip. So you're welcome. We definitely will. All right, so we will see everybody next week same okay. time, same place. Toodles. See you later. Bye.